Good morning everyone, this is Amanda the Emotional Strength Trainer. So we're going to do some Monday morning stretches, mind stretches, and I'm looking forward to talking to you about that today. So I've just decided, there we go, <laughs> had to have a little minute so I could put it into data, I always forget that part. It is Monday morning here in southeast Queensland and that makes it Sunday evening. Hello Laurie in the north and uh, hopefully the hot weather will be disappeared this week down here because it's you know gone beyond a joke. <laughs> yes. Hello Sue. So as you arrive as always let me know that you're here and tell me where you're watching from it's always good to connect with other people as well. So I'm just going to quickly go and uh, share this to a couple of spots. So that's what I finally settled. It's going to be mind stretching every time I do one of these, which will be Monday to Thursday here for me in Australia and Sunday to Wednesday for those of you in the north uh, to be able to watch and and turn on whenever you need to. I'll also be downloading these onto my SoundCloud account so you'll be able to go and grab the audio if you want to download them if they're making sense at all for you. How's your weekend going so far people that have, are tuning in? It's uh, It was an interesting weekend. Hello Anne. It was an interesting weekend here <laughs> with lots of in our house and people being upset and mummy having words about what's okay and what's not okay and people not coping so it's been um yes quite a an interesting little ride since saturday <laughs> never mind all right so today i wanted to talk about the manifesto did those of you watching did you print off the manifesto and did you have a go at it because chinese new year was on friday and i was encouraging people to download it to to do the work by friday it doesn't matter if you didn't but it's um it's better for you if you did because it was friday was the end of the 2017 energy so just quickly post this my nose is really itchy as I've started this call, so I'm going to do what I do and I'm going to get my book and I'm going to go and have a look what nose means and also itching. So nose means looking for love and attention, not listening to your intuition, feeling unnoticed, invisible, unimportant, unworthy, feeling tired, run down, overwhelmed, propensity to interfere with other people's affairs, being nosy, gossipy, judgmental and hurtful. <laughs> that sounds fun, doesn't it? And then itchy stands for itchy, itching. Not liking what you're doing or where you are, itching to get away, easily irritated and annoyed, feeling like you're getting a raw deal, unsatisfied anger or resentment. So that's an interesting energy that I've started today's call with and I wonder if um, any of you, if that resonates for any of you where you are because as I get on this call I'm tapping into that bigger energy to see uh, what is going on and those sorts of things and then I just gonna I start talking I don't really have a plan before I get on the uh, on the call so let me know if that made sense to you and if it did what can we do about it because that's um that's a big part of it does okay oh that's good because yes my nose is very itchy all right so I'll 
tap back into then the concept of the manifesto that I wanted to talk about today. Again, if you haven't downloaded it and you're watching this, hello, Joe, <laughs> for me and our family. Yes, very good. Um, if you haven't downloaded the manifesto, please uh, do jump on. I will put the link on uh, in the video as well so that you can grab one. And I am doing a, a live to walk through it to help people understand if they got stuck answering the questions or if there was any fear that came up as they did it um, and, you know, going through the process to let you know that you're completely normal and there's no right or wrong answer. The page that I want to want to uh, focus on today, though, is the page that covers values. I know this is reversed and I apologize, but just showing it's a real page. <laughs> values, strengths and where your view of the world and I think that these things are very important when it comes to establishing who we are, what we want and what we want to achieve uh, going forward in the year. And when life happens, when these things that occur around the world that polarise us all, so, you know, we've had another, um, not weave, I'm Australian, but the Americans have had another substantial um, mass murder in the US and the arguments have started again and it's the rise now of the students who are saying enough is enough. They're the ones who are doing everything to get the energy um, flowing and sorted so that these adults will start to listen and that's essentially one of the biggest things I think that is missing, the adults that are running the world. Um, their values, their strengths, their view of the world is a little bit either archaic, out of date, self-consumed, those sorts of things. So where is it? Where do you document your values? Where do you document the, the parts of you that make you tick? So, you know, when I was speaking last week about when people get into a new relationship, they need to write a document that says why I'm hard to live with and hand it over to their new prospective um, partner because we need to acknowledge where different aspects of us exist in our life. And then doing the self-assessment, now look at that, my... <laughs> We're going to have an anatomy lesson today as well with how emotions affect everybody. My right ear is also now just itching like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> okay. I agree, Sue. It is very great to see that the young ones are, because they're angry, that's the difference, I think. These, these, the footage that I've seen is these young people are angry. And it is. It's, it's wrong. The children are the ones that are dying. It's wrong. So the right ear means feeling impatient, angry, annoyed, hurt by other people's comments, involved in too much conflict or too many arguments, feeling like you've had an earful, holding on to destructive beliefs from the past, especially childhood and replaying them, feeling tired, worn out, dispirited about your life, work, family and environment. That's, um, that's a really strong and poignant sentiment, especially with the energy. I don't know whether you follow Elizabeth Peru, but she said this week that there may be this sense of what's the point or you lose your way, those sorts of things. So that's why I want to keep coming back to this manifesto and the, the values and strengths and your view of the world. Often 
based on also the validation there of what um, the itchy ear was just saying, we have a lot of stories stuck in our conditioning about who we are, what we're about, and what annoys us, what lights us up. And part of the self-assessment, as I was saying, is that you have to take a critical look at these things that upset you and understand where they come from. So to give you an example, I share through story. Last week, I had a, a giant aha. I have, uh, we have an issue in the household with the teenagers on uh, their technology all the time. And I set the rules. Hello, Peter. I set the rules that the stuff has to be on charge by eight o'clock, bed by nine, no gaming or anything during the week, only on the weekends. Uh, and that's it. The, the, the reason why my teenagers have these gadgets, it's a phone and that's there for them to contact us if they need it. So if we're all out together, they don't need their phone because their parents are with them. So that was being ignored consistently. And what's happening is the forgetfulness in the morning and the being asked questions and getting an answer, then providing the things that came with that answer only to be told that I've got it wrong, that's not what I said, all of those sorts of things. So I started to really sit back because it was such a blatant, I didn't say that, but I'm standing there with the two drinks that they wanted, which I was told because I'm a grown up and I'm really good with doing what people say. So I realized that the technology was starting to be too much. So it was ignored. So I went into uh, hyper mean parent mode and took away one of the devices, uh, had all of the other things set up. It, was, it wasn't a good week. And what I realized as I was sitting self-assessing, why is this upsetting me so much? Because at first I couldn't put my finger on it. And then all of a sudden I had this giant aha. I was a year younger than everybody in my grade and so my son is the same age I was when I was in grade 11. He is in grade 10 and I spent all of my spare time writing to my friends to keep everybody happy. This is when my people-pleasing life was in that stage of doing things for others and putting yourself last and there became an impact a couple of years later. Now, as far as schoolwork and things go, I was fortunate to be one of those kids that didn't have to try too hard to get an A or a B. So the difference with my son is that I know how smart he is, but he doesn't put in enough effort because he is too busy keeping the friends happy. And there was my trigger. So on Friday, when we were driving to school, I opened up to him and I said, look, I see what you're doing and I need you to understand that when I implement these rules, it's not because it's like I feel like being mean today. It's because I am seeing myself in you. Now, as a consequence of me writing in things all the time and not studying and not getting absolute A's for everything, which I was totally capable of getting, I was 
put in a situation where I had the marks, but then for our grade 12 assessment and the subjects I'd chosen, the, the score that got me into university, it was means tested back in the day. And we had a lot of kids that didn't want to go to uni, so but they were made to do the test and it brought our means down. So my score was good enough to get me into horse husbandry at an agricultural college and I was scared of horses. So I had to do things the long way and the hard way to get in because all I was doing was keeping my friends happy because I also had that need of I needed the validation and the energy of the people writing back to me. But it was like all I did. Instead, We, we had those little handheld computer games, but my family wouldn't let them, us have them, so I was always writing. So, And mobile phones didn't exist. So when I explained that to my son, itchy nose, I... Like I got tears and I, I was sitting there and I said, I don't want that for you. I want you to be able to work hard, get the scores so you don't have to work harder in your career to get and be heard and understood. And then I also had this big waiver, but he's a boy. It's going to be a lot easier for him. <laughs> so I will deal with that another day. But that's the that's the energy that we come through when we sit in our values and our strengths and our view of the world. We can't sit there and just point the fingers at people. You upset me because you're a dickhead or you're you're just ignoring me because I'm the mother and the, this is what teens do. We have to come back to what we value in our life. And then we also, as this is the year of coexistence, have to communicate that to those people around us in whatever energy they're showing up with. And it's quite fair to be able to say, yeah, well, I know that you would like that from me, but I'm not capable of doing that. So how do we negotiate around that or that we just set up new rules and regs around that kind of topic? At an extreme, it can be one of those conversations to decide whether the uni the a relationship is a deal breaker or not. Hi there, Tanya, you're on live this time. <laughs> or if it's something that can be dealt with. So, hello, Jill. So from that energy and then having to like I was ignored. I'm I'm the only female in my house. It's all boys, including the dog. On the weekend, because my requests were being diminished again, I unleashed. Now, not in verbal, because nobody was listening to me. So I put it down in a point by point email and sent it to these two male humans in my life and said, this is what's happening from next week because nobody's listening to me and I'm the grown-up that has to show up all the time. Well, it didn't go down well because standing in my truth and my values and the strengths of, of logistic management that I bring into the table, I had to do that. Every conversation that came from it had nothing to do with my requests of when to be awake, what to do, how to wake yourself up, what you're responsible for, what I'm responsible for, the times, when, where, how. Not one conversation was that. It was the tone I spoke with. That's a filter. 
So when somebody sits there and you're saying the tone that you spoke to me at, they're changing the subject. So I had to keep coming back to the subject, which was this is a logistics report. That's all. Why are you bearing up so much? But I knew I've got a fight on my hands because I'm not backing down. My values and strengths and the view of the world in my house have to follow what I want as the person that is on the ground doing the work so that I can be respected and my work can be respected, my spare time can be respected, rather than having the 15-year-old go, oh, that's a good idea, boof, Mum, can you take me here? Can you do this? I need money for this. I lost this. None of it's homework, none of that sort of stuff, so I roped it in. And that's what you, it's, it's hard. Like nobody really spoke to me all weekend because I was, I dug in. I'm like, I don't care what you say or what you think. I'm not shifting from this. It's a reasonable document. You need to sit there. We can talk about the document. I even gave husband permission to say, if you need to change any of the part that's your part of the bargain, just let me know and I can schedule it in. I just need time. Had to repeat that six times as well because it's hard for people when you don't speak up often or speak up often enough. It's hard for people to know where they fit in. It's hard because they've got their filters on. Their ears are blocked. They're sitting there going through their own stuff. And if they're not doing the work, this is a key element. If they are not doing the same kind of personal development work as you, you are going to be leaps and bounds in front of them. So you have to try extra hard to communicate the same thing in six different ways and hope one of them lands. And that's the part of this year, I think, that is going to make this year feel difficult because we have to stay on our digs even though the energy this week thinks there's like directionless give up that sort of stuff don't get your values your strengths and your view of the world tight and then you can sit there and start to own it the simple things what's okay and what's not okay and based on your view of the world will dictate on the what's okay, what's not okay. Make sure your view of the world is your the world you live in. So uh, option A is the world you live in versus the, the world that is out there and around you that you may not have a lot of um, uh, say in. Okay? Then you'll be able to sit there and make everything flow easier and uh, hopefully get understood. I watched a video on the weekend where this man said you have to repeat this a, a statement a thousand times. He showed how he talked himself through his lack of self-belief and things like that. Same thing, just find the statement. If, if it's difficult being heard in your home, I'm heard, respected and loved. I'm heard, respected and loved. And say it until you're green in the face. Okay, whatever your statement is, then you can start to see inroads. It will change your view of the world because your view of the world is coming from things that are triggers, are old stories and conditioning. Okay, uh, for example, the uh, the gun stuff in America. 
it's been upsetting me for a long time. I have a lot of American friends and the I know that when I travelled to America, as an Australian who doesn't have that kind of culture in and around, um, I know I had this heightened, just a little one, that something um, could happen while I was away from my family. And I remember being in Breckenridge and this man was uh, had blocked traffic in like downtown there and, um, hey, Megan, and then this guy was just honk, 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 honk on the phone and I was standing there thinking, shut up, dude, somebody might get angry and come out and, you know, blow your head off because you're honking because that's how it's portrayed with the stress and the gun culture and things like that. So I sort of found something that I could go and stand beside just in case something like that happened and it was just like... um. A bit ridiculous, I suppose, but this is an example of a tourist coming into a country where we know what the gun culture is like over there and and having to, like, uh, what's the word, um, prepare myself to be able to fly behind some solid sort of thing that a, a bullet wouldn't go through. In In... If I was telling that story on a day where nothing had happened and stuff, people would think, oh, that's a bit weird. But that's how heightened anxiety and emotional stress comes. And then when you see the footage of these kids and how angry they are and what's going on, that, you know, these kids are going to have PTSD and those sorts of things and the adults involved and the teachers involved, that sort of stuff. But when I say look at the world that you live in, See, in Australia, I don't have that. What I do have is when our politicians start to say we could relax gun laws, I get to stand up and go, oi, not here. And I join a thousand million voices in this country that says, no, don't do it. But as far as America goes, I can look on. It's like when they say, please send your thoughts and prayers in America. America needs to act. The rest of the world can send thoughts and prayers. That's our job. It's not our job to get angry at America because we're not there living in it. Let the Americans get angry. Let them do Let them um, do what they're doing now in the last couple of days. But when, when you look at the world, like even the notion of Donald Trump and, and Kim Jong-un and... Um, and then here in Australia, we have a politician who had an affair with one of his staffers and um, ruined his marriage of 24 years and the lives of his uh, wife and, and four daughters. And there's all of these rules that he's broken and the semantics of it, it's like it's triggered me a lot because the, the wife, 24 years, gave up her life and career, not life, her career, to be the stay-at-home mum to support her husband through his political uh, growth. And then now there's another young lady in his office that's a better option and so they have an affair for months. And I know I, I'm not stupid. I know how media works. They have footage of this young woman where they take a shot of her and then they pan to the politician long time ago when she was working with him no one said anything but the media knew and he is a leader of a political party here 
and then he comes out and uh, it's it's found out because his um, his girlfriend is pregnant, and then like all of these rules about using public funds and staff as getting jobs, that sort of stuff. And in my country, because I vote and this man has been doing things against the rules, not against the law, but against the rules, and making out like the Prime Minister is at fault for speaking about it and sitting there. He has said sorry, but they all say sorry when they get caught. So I'm in that conversation because the it has to have been triggering people. It has to have been making people angry. And then you sit there and you look at the powers that be and all of the truth that comes out. That's what's happening now. All the truth of this stuff is going to come out and it's going to make you angry. But you need to be um, effective in your anger. You can't swallow it. You can't go on the attack. But you can get all of your information and then make a decision of what you can do about it. One of the things is that you can see that other people are on the same path and that people in power will have to act because it can't be sustained anymore. And that's what I think is going to be the greatest gift of this year for all the loss and all of the tragedy, these things that have been sustainable for so long because people think, oh, she'll be right, I'll just break the rules or I need that money for my um, personal gain in Parliament and uh, or, it, you know, to get me to the White House or whatever like that. You can't sustain, they won't be able to sustain it anymore. The truth will come out and the authenticity of the the reason why these things are in play while while people are dying and suffering or you know the the conversation that this politician over here has brought up is brilliant and I'm also quite excited because in the media they I haven't seen any real attack of the staffer it's all been about the much older politician in a point of power who is uh, who should have known better and it's also um so that's been a win. But from the point of view of understanding now how much this has been protected, the same thing happened in the town that I live in. Our mayor was having affairs for years, using public funds to make sure that all of the stuff was, you know, hidden and all of those sorts of things. And then the law found out. Somebody had said it out loud. You don't have to go in to fight for things. You can sit there and use your intentions. I can't wait for the truth of this to come out. I can't wait for all these young kids to to march on um, Washington or march up to the NRA and and let them know what the true that the 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 gig is up. That's what humanity will do. You don't have to do it on your own. Okay, you don't have to get together with a group and go forward that way. Okay. Speaking of groups, you should come and join eSchool. You will have a community of like-minded humans that are lovely and we sort out lots of crap. I'm finishing up now so I can go and get ready to do our eSchool session this morning for the peeps. So thank you for joining me. I really do hope today's session has helped. Itchy ears, itchy nose, it's all part of it. Uh, yes, it has been an eye-opening year and we're only, what, six weeks into it. It's fascinating. Exciting gut-wrenching but at the same this is the change that we need to see people are going to start doing stuff 
and all of the dead wood, the old wood, time is up. Okay, have a great day, everyone. See you tomorrow. Bye for now.